When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune. I'm Maya, a singer, songwriter, video maker, Oakland native, and a Jim and Pam shipper. I'm also a huge history nerd. I love untold stories, gross facts, hidden secrets, anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. Each day, I'm going to share some of my favorite deep cuts with you. So let's take a look at today's stories. It's 365 with MXM Tune. Every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff. No, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365. Today, in 2005, the first season of the US version of The Office premiered on NBC. The show, a mockumentary-style adaption of a UK series with the same name starring Ricky Gervais, ran for nine seasons on NBC and is considered one of the best TV shows of all time. Following the lives of office workers at a paper supply company in Scranton, Pennsylvania, it launched the careers of Steve Carell, Mindy Kaling, Craig Robinson, John Krasinski, Rain Wilson, and Ellie Kemper, just to name a few. But let's back up. In July 2001, the British version of The Office premiered in the UK on BBC Two. The show was created, written, and directed by comedians Ricky Gervais and Stefan Merchant, and followed the daily lives and exploits of employees at the Wernham Hogg Paper Company branch in Slough, a town in England. The show starred Gervais as David Brent, the cringy, overly confident, and underly politically correct middle manager. There was also Martin Freeman, who you might know from the Hobbit films, Lucy Davis from Wonder Woman, and a slew of other British actors starred as his employees. The show was filmed mockumentary style, with Brent and employees describing their reactions and having confessionals directly in front of the camera. It took a season or two for The Office to take off, but eventually it was a massive hit, People loved seeing the mundanity of day-to-day life in the office fictionalized on TV, and they also loved the larger-than-life but somehow relatable characters, the social awkwardness, and the fact that it was pretty funny. The office was such a success that in the United States, screenwriter and TV producer Greg Daniels started working on an American adaptation. He teamed up with a crew of writers, including Michael Schur, with whom he later created Parks and Rec with, and assembled a cast that included Carell, then well-known for The Daily Show with Jon Stewart, as Dunder Mifflin regional manager Michael Scott, the overly confident and pretty offensive American counterpart to David Brent. They also cast Krasinski and Jenna Fisher as Jim and Pam, the office will-they-won't-they. Wilson as the very weird second-in-command Dwight Schrute, and improvisational actors like Angela Kinsey, Kate Flannery, Oscar Nunez, Leslie David Baker, Brian Baumgartner, Melora Hardin, and David Denman as the rest of the staff and upper management. Writers Kaling, B.J. Novak, and Paul Lieberstein were also cast as Dunder Mifflin employees. The office got off to a rough start in its first season. It was different than most American sitcoms at the time. There was no laugh track, for one thing. 
The mockumentary style was unusual for a non-reality TV show. The actors were invited to improvise, but were still getting to know each other. And Michael Scott, though as abrasive and oblivious as his UK counterpart, wasn't particularly likable. But in season two, the show started to take off. The writers worked on making the characters more relatable, and specifically, Michael Scott more likable. He was a mess, and also not a particularly fun-seeming boss. He was so un-PC and sexist, and he probably would not fly on TV in 2021, but people did start to find his haplessness charming. The will-they-won't-they tension with Jim and Pam won viewers over, and the focus on secondary characters made the show feel more well-rounded. It was also noteworthy that The Office had a fairly diverse cast, though some of the jokes on the show intended to make fun of Michael's oblivious racism and misogyny really do not hold up now. By the third season, The Office was a huge hit. Critics began declaring it even better than the UK version, calling it a more optimistic, heart-filled show than its predecessor. Ricky Gervais did not love this, allegedly. Daniels, Schur, and company added new cast members like Ellie Kemper, who would later go on to star in The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, and Ed Helms, who was also a Daily Show correspondent, but became a major movie presence after The Hangover in 2009. Rashida Jones, who went on to co-star in Parks and Recreation, had one of her first major roles on the show. Guest stars included everyone from Evan Peters to Idris Elba to Timothy Oliphant. Steve Carell left in 2011. By then, a major movie star, and two lackluster seasons of The Office later, the show ended. Not without some pretty serious accolades, though. The show was nominated for a slew of Golden Globes, and Steve Carell won a Golden Globe for Best Actor in a Comedy Series in 2006. It was nominated for so many Emmy Awards, I'd probably put you all to sleep if I listed them. In the years since it's first aired, it's been listed by publication after publication as one of the best TV shows of all time. Whether or not you like the show, it did change the way sitcoms are made. Laugh tracks are obsolete. The single camera setup, long the golden standard for cinema and later for prestige dramas, became a comedy thing too. It made mockumentary-style TV shows a thing. Think Modern Family and The Office's cousin show, Parks and Rec. Speaking of Parks and Rec, Michael Schur went on to make some of the biggest recent sitcoms, including Brooklyn Nine-Nine and The Good Place. Here are some fun facts about The Office. Apparently, Steve Carell sweats so much, they had to keep the temperature on set at 64 degrees so he wouldn't be too sweaty for the shot. In 2007, there was a major writer's strike that halted production on TV shows across the country, and to show solidarity with the striking workers, Carell called in sick with a case of enlarged balls. Pretty ballsy. The computers in the office had internet, which was probably nice for the cast members too. Seth Rogen auditioned for the role of Dwight. You can watch this on YouTube if you're curious. Michael Schur plays Dwight's cousin, Beat Farmer, Moe's Shrewd. John Krasinski shot some of the images of Scranton in the opening credits. So happy birthday to The Office. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. 
Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And now let's talk about music. On this date in 2007, Passion Pit self-released Tremendous Sea of Love. Their fourth studio album, lead singer Michael Angelakis, said he wanted to self-release the album to give it directly to the people they made it for listeners, and not to make it a record company product. Angelakis put some songs out on YouTube and said he'd send a downloadable copy to anyone who retweeted a tweet supporting science. The album was officially released that July. Happy anniversary to Tremendous Sea of Love. And now for our final segment of the day, I'm going to go into my own photo archives to see what I was up to on a March 24th in my life. March 24th, 2017, I have a screenshot of a Snapchat photo that was taken by my friend, don't remember who, um, of me napping. Now, I was napping on a bench in the admissions office of my school, and I was in 2017, I think this was my junior year of high school, I was notoriously pretty much asleep at any free moment that I had during the day. Um... I had a schedule that basically gave me around four hours of free time every other day because I had two free periods. And during those free periods, I would fall asleep in the admissions office because I was very close with the people who worked in there and they would just let me fall asleep on the benches inside of it. Uh, But I think that I had one of the best sleep schedules I've ever had while I was in my junior year of high school. I literally went to sleep at 10 p.m. every single night. I woke up at 6 a.m. and I would go to school. I would do my work and then I would promptly fall asleep on the bench in the admissions office for around four hours during the day. So I had a nap and I really missed that schedule. I would literally be asleep anywhere and everywhere. There's a point where I took a nap on the floor of the library. Um, amazed my stuff didn't get stolen by somebody. But um, yeah, here we are. I definitely really like sleeping sleeping still. Thanks for listening. I'll see you tomorrow. You can go ahead and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and follow at 365 Days with MXM Tune on your preferred social media platforms. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff. No, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365.